Good evening, good evening. Welcome to Just In Time. On tonight's episode of Sloppy Saturday, we're going to talk about some different topics that may get a little sloppy. Uh, I got friends and family at the table tonight. We're enjoying ourselves, having some chips and dip. And we're talking about, uh, number one, you know, Kobe Bryant. You know, he passed away. Tomorrow will be a week since that uh, helicopter crash occurred and, you know, lost his life. So keep his wife and their three daughters in y'all prayers and continue to pray for America because, you know, we're under attack by so many things. So the first topic we're going to just pour from the hat. And uh, the first topic is let's talk about relationships. Okay. So what what about relationships? Let's talk about like the depth of a relationship. What, what makes a relationship? Anyone? Uh, respect. Respect. Is a, I think the foundation of it. You say the foundation of it? You know, a foundation of have, probably having a, being successful at it. Uh-huh. What else? Being friends. Being friends? Mm-hmm. What else? I mean, when you say be friends, like, what do that consist of? being friends like not judging each other like wanting the best for each other love each other okay what else so you say respect you say being friends Mm -hmm. anybody else i don't know you know what i guess how do we define relationship or you know, why they're important. I, I don't know. But definitely mutuality of respect. I think compatibility, being friends, being honest, being whole. Mm-hmm. Communication. Communication. Both ways. Because, you know, communication in a relationship sometimes can be one way for so long. And when it's one way, the other person feel like, well, well, they don't have a voice. They just act and go amongst the other individuals. So how important it is to have a voice and, and to know how to communicate in a very positive way. Because I know I've been guilty of not really knowing how to communicate in a positive way, especially when somebody hurt me. You know, so how do you produce that when you're in a relationship? You know what? What the what? What is? What are the verbs? What? Are, what does it take? I think uh, you know a key to having uh, good communication is uh, you know little small things as far as like having a certain tone. Like you want to ask your mate something. Yeah. You know, instead of talking at it, talking at each other. You know, people tend to talk at each other instead of you know. And it's all about how you just talk to people. So, you know, if you want them to get, get you know, for them to get uh, to do something for you, you know, because, uh, you know, you got some people that are, you know, sensitive and may take things the wrong way, mm-hmm. even though you may not even 
mean that way. That's just how you communicate because mm-hmm. you're used to communicating like with people in your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably holler at each other. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And you got a, you know, another yeah. family that may do things in a, you know, more of a calm way. Yeah, yeah. So, you and, know. and that's true. You know, when you get in a relationship, you know, uh, sometimes how a person upbringing, if they parents yelled and they have a tendency to bring that into a relationship, and you know, that's not healthy. I don't. I just like to talk. Let's keep it on the common low, low, low. What about you, ladies? What y'all, how y'all feel? Um, like, probably just learn the person, try to learn their language, how they communicate. Do you feel that it is a love language? And you feel like that's important? Yeah, that's important. So, like, you know, learn a person, how they communicate, what they like, don't like, things like that. So, yeah. And okay. then I agree with the, you know, yelling. Because I grew up in a household. My mom used to yell and cuss us out, too. Yeah. And then I always felt like, why can't she just talk to, talk to us? It don't always have to be that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so with my kids, I, like, just do my best not to do that. You know what I mean? Like, talk to them, tell them I love them. Okay, or if I'm wrong, tell them I'm sorry. Okay. Whatever, because you know, I grew up where my mom didn't say I'm sorry. She's to this day, she still don't, you know, apologize. You know. Okay. So I don't know. I just feel like you gotta learn the person so, and okay. respect them, and then just compromise. You gotta come together. You know. It can't be, it got to be what's best for the relationship for both of y'all, not just not one. One, one way. way. Yeah, you one way or deadly. You got to respect each other's ways. You yeah. got yeah. to. Yeah, you got to learn each other's ways and you got to respect that about it. And, you know. All the time. Yeah. And, you know, some people have some ugly ways and you got to decide it in the long term, do, do I really want to put up with that? Yeah. You know, so. Okay. All right. Hey, well, listen. Here's what we know. Work. It takes work to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. It takes work. work, work, work all the time to have a successful relationship. Mm-hmm. So how do y'all feel about sex in a relationship? You know, is it a is it a, is it a key factor or is it something that's not important? Can we go back to the work thing? Yes. Because okay. some people have this image in their head that Oh, if I meet the right person, just, oh, it's just good all the time. No, no, you have to work your relationship, you know? So I I can't stand that. Like, and then, okay, y'all together, you had this fairytale image in your head. You're not willing to work. You just think if you get with the right person, it's just supposed to just work, you know? And then when it doesn't, when that fairy tale is not happening, then it's all let me go get somebody else. Okay. And then it's gonna be the same cycle. You're gonna just keep going with somebody else until you need to realize that you have to work a relationship. Like it's not just gonna come together like perfectly. Okay. Am I too loud? Okay. Oh. All right. Well listen, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, know, I just have an issue with that. Well, listen. a lot of people are going around thinking that, you know what I mean? That's so annoying. Like, you have to work <laughs> a relationship just like you're not working anything else I agree. I agree. Just like you go to work every day and you give your effort to that job and you, you meet those obligations, it's the same in a relationship. Yeah. they just different content. 
Okay, so let's go back to the intimate side. You know, how do y'all feel about sex and you know intimate and touchy feely? You know, affectionate, whatever you call it. How y'all feel about that? Very important. Very important. <laughs> and why you say that, my brother? Why is it important? Hey, man. If anybody understood anything about what touch is and what it what it does to the body and how it make you feel, I mean, people would do that. Okay. Anybody else? I mean, what's up, ladies? I know y'all want to chime in on it. Like, I, I just feel like if you love someone, you got a connection with someone, is you know, you naturally you know, touch, be affectionate. Okay. You know. All right, sister. Come on, I know you got some over there. Yeah, I know you got. I mean, yeah. Come on, you know what I'm saying? Um, sex, sex, sex. And I mean, you know, intimate affection, sex. It's, it can be whatever. It just don't have to be sex. I don't want people thinking just all about the, the bearing or tearing off clothes. It's really not. It's about the love language and about respecting that. Well, no, I I think. Um, Especially, but you know, in in romantic relationships, mm-hmm. that that's the separator between you know relationships between two people who are sexually, I mean, attracted to each other, or a relationship between a, a you know a mother and a child. Being able to be intimate in in that way, in a way that transcends transcends. Um, just uh you know platonic love okay okay so yeah intimacy is the is extremely important okay having physical attraction and a compatibility uh-huh. like little things like i like i'm a i like little small things like kisses and hugs mm-hmm. i love that like some people they don't they just I don't kiss. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Kissing turns me on. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. It does. Anything else about relationship? Well, in terms of intimacy, like I, I consider myself, I'm not a um a very affectionate. Okay. But I didn't grow up with, you know, positive male, female affection. Okay. Um so I didn't, you know, develop a particular need for it, but I do have a very strong need for intimacy. Okay. Um, and you know, the, the the need to experience intimacy physically. Okay. Um, it's important. Yeah. Already, already. Anybody else want to chime in before we go to the next hot topic on this evening? Well, let's go. Let's turn it down a notch and let's go and let's talk about some things uh, like, um, you know, money. You know, how important is money? Because it seems like it's a key factor in today's society and people are willing to do whatever it takes to get the bag, a.k.a. the money. Okay, so how do y'all feel about that? I mean, I feel like we are we are money driven society. We are. We are. Why though? Um, I think you know we we equate money to you know so many things that are uh, topically valued in our society. You know, money is status. It's security. Um, You know, it provides for all our 
pleasures and, and uh, deepest desires. Mm-hmm. You know, it's tied to everything that we value in, in Western culture. I agree. Well, anybody else? I mean, I just know, you know, money can, it's evil. It ruins relationships. It well, no. Enable people. Money is not evil. Okay. It's the love of it or with the person, you know what I mean? It depends on who has it and what the per- their heart, heart. Or, Yeah, so money isn't evil. Okay. Like, you could be like, my phone is evil. It's, <laughs> I mean, or this cup is evil. But no, it just it depends on person because an evil person could take it and you upside the head with the cup I'm just saying, like, money's not evil. I hear you. Okay. <laughs> it's, so, it's how, so, 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 how do you feel about money? Um, I just feel like it's just the means to, you know, get your resources with what you need, like food and take her home or clothes or whatever. So, I don't, I don't feel like it's evil. It's just. Know how people probably talk the wrong way about it, or you know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't grow up with a very positive um, view of money because it was tied so closely to whether or not we had, you know, our basic necessities. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have money, then you know, we didn't have food, we had you know, food insecurity, or we may not have heat. Okay. Or electricity, or even you know, a place to stay. So it it was always because it was so scarce. Yeah, you know, it was always a source of anxiety in you know in in my home growing up, and I took a lot of that trauma with me. Okay, you know, into adulthood. You okay. know, even now. Um, Though I try to, you know, budget and, and manage my money wisely is something that I have to be intentional about because, um, you know, I have this feast of famine uh-huh. um, view of money. Okay. You know, I, I have it in my hands right now. So let me spend it right now because I know tomorrow I, I might not have it. Okay. Right. You know, not with the mentality of I use a little bit today and then I can have a little bit tomorrow, but you know, it's so fleeting. Gotcha. You know, that we have to, you know, spend it all right now. Yes, man. Cyclical attitude is what keeps people broke or impoverished, even if it's just mentally impoverished. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I I agree. So how do y'all feel about um Voting, you feel like it's important, you know, because voting is tied to money, big money. So, did y'all vote last election? I I try to vote um, as much as you know, in in every election, I think that it's um. A lot more important on a local level, uh-huh. um, you know, in comparison to like the farce that we see in, you know, in, in Washington today. I think local politics are really important. Okay. 
I do know, too. The responsibility of you know for all of us to get to know our local politicians and the people who you know police us and write laws and uh, you know who monitor us. I agree. I agree. We're talking about voting, man. How you feel about voting? You you vote last election? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, for the simple fact that, man, I just feel that uh, that both parties are in cahoots with each other, and then at the end of the day, it's all about money. And I think that it's just a bunch of money behind the scenes, just going exchanging hands back and forth, paying off, you know. Uh, you know, I'll give you fifty thousand if you let me pass this bill, and you know that type of thing. And uh, I just I don't trust them, you know. And uh, and it shows, you know. That's why you got you know the education system is, uh, you know, there's a lot of corruption going on in there, and that has to do with money. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I don't know, man. It's just you know. Yeah, I mean, you brought up a topic. How do y'all feel about the education system? I mean, you say it was corrupt. How do you feel? Um, well, yeah, I mean, of course it's 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 corrupt. I mean, um, it's not very, or at least... Need to uh, be restructured. Yeah, definitely needs to be restructured. And, and I don't think that it's, it's you know, equally com- competitive, um, like in every school, no, and you know that's why you got so many charter schools like yeah. Uplift and Ideal, mm-hmm. and you you notice that they are building like right down to, the street, trying to separate, trying to say this is the elite, yeah, versus, versus the you know, yeah. I mean, what they're trying to say is that all kids are welcome. You know, in a lot of ISDs, they're weeding out these kids based on their test scores, based on their uh, economic uh, social status. And, you know, and that's like, that sucks. You know, and they saying, okay, well, this kid right here get an opportunity to do dual credit, but because your parents and where you live, you're going to get an opportunity to do dual credit. Dual credit should be for all. Mm-hmm. But we all know that that's not happening. So how you feel about your school, you know, where your kid go? You feel like they getting like the best? You feel like, you know, the, your your kid's school is preparing them for the world in 20 years or in 15 years? Um, I, I'd say no. I mean, I live in a, um, the zip code at least, it's a low income zip code. Okay. And um, so, you know, the people that pay taxes that go to the school, you know, it's, it's, it's a low income school. Okay. Um, the pyramid that we're in is all low income. Um, the caveat is so though the schools are low performing and, you know, they don't produce as many scholars as some other zip codes, my children specifically, have an opportunity to benefit from that because they are um, so smart. They, and they're in low income, you know, area or in a low income area, they have um, an opportunity to participate in um, a, a, a lot more activities programs and they have access to a lot of different resources. Um, because they tend to be in the top five percent, you know, of of their class, I, you know, not that I don't have faith in in the intelligence of my children, but 
it's less competitive where we are. Okay. Uh, for them, at least, nice. than okay. if we were in, you know, a, a neighborhood. Exactly. Okay. Right. Gotcha. What about you? When your kids were in school, you felt like the school was giving their best? No. No? Why not? No. Um, I mean, because my daughter, she would even let me know, like, like the teachers, how they were. Like, uh, she felt like they were just just coming there to get a paycheck, like they didn't really care about the kids, mm-hmm. you know? So, I, I don't, I don't know. I just... And then the school was like overcrowded. Yeah, they go continue to be overcrowded. Yeah. So, so, you know, they got like a hundred to one in PE classes. So, <laughs> I gotta laugh at that. <laughs> Everyone getting healthy. <laughs> All right, anything else, yo? I mean, I appreciate y'all coming through and hanging out and sharing your insight, and, and you know, and just 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 being a, uh, uh, you know. Uh, a visitor on this show. Anybody else want to? Before we go out, let me ask y'all something. Did y'all set any goals for 2020? Do y'all believe in setting goals? Do you write your goals down? Uh, yeah, this year I've been extremely intentional about okay goal setting. Okay. Um, and because um, I, I know what it feels like and what I have achieved, not writing goals and making a plan, you know what I mean? Um, And so this year I said, especially as I'm going into, you know, my 40s. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, no. Uh Right, right. I've um, started to become a lot more intentional with my time. Gotcha. Um, Gotcha. Yeah, and it starts with setting smart goals. Yeah. I set my goals once God wake me up to see light. Every day? Bada boom, every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And long term, you know, those are things I write down. I revisit them. I work on them, like, in the in the weeks, in the months. But, you know, I work toward them. But short term, those are every day. Just get up and I write five things down. Put them in my phone, in my notes. So, well, listen, you got any goals? Mm-hmm. You got any goals? One you want to share? You're very beautiful. Mom. You got a boyfriend? <laughs> Trying to throw my plug right now. You look yes, good. Okay, my bad. All right, well, she got a boyfriend, y'all. So <laughs> that plug didn't go nowhere. But uh, what about you, brother? You got any uh, goals, man? One thing. Uh, <clears throat> like this woman said, my, my goal is to, to be intentional on setting goals. Uh, it's, uh, I do need to practice. Uh, maybe I do need to try to like write them, write them down. Yeah, and, you know, just you know, do something different, man. And you know, yeah, my uh, mentor mindset: if you write them down, you can see them, you right. can see through them. Right, and it's he something said, once you, you reach know, them, I need to practice. You know, so yeah, do that. Well, listen, you heard from all the people tonight. We chimed in. We had a great time. This is just in time. Hope you have a blessed evening. Thank you for listening to Just In Time. Till I come back again, be out.